Welcome to this week's serving of Oyster Stew, a mix of financial services commentary and insights. Each week, we'll discuss what is happening in the industry based on what we see as we work with regulators and clients. We hope you come away with the knowledge and tools to help you make the best decisions for your firm's future. As we continue to produce our podcast from home without access to our recording studio, please be patient as we work to improve our recording quality. Hi, everybody. I'm Buddy Doyle, Chief Executive Officer of Oyster Consulting, and I am joined today by Molly Bryson and Gina Spitzer out of our business development team and relationship management. They help us bring in business and they help make sure that we do a great job of caring for our clients. And I'm also joined today by Polly Cordell, who runs our Oyster Solutions product area. Oyster Solutions is our governance, risk, and software compliance program that helps our clients organize uh, an efficient and effective compliance program through automation and reporting. And we're here today to talk about transitioning your compliance program to the new normal. Molly, as you've been talking to so many of our clients during this work environment since it began, it's important for us to understand as an organization kind of what folks are going through, what they're experiencing. I know you and Gene have talked to hundreds of people in the last six weeks. So what are you hearing? Well, buddy, a lot of folks are taking this opportunity to to look inward and to, quote, get their house in order. So as firms have moved, and I would say fairly easily, to a remote working environment, they are now taking the chance to look inside and let's take a look at our compliance program. Let's make sure we have the right tools in place. Let's make sure we have the right rules in place and the right people in position as well. That seems to be a hot topic. Yeah, and Gina, how about you? Is that uh, consistent with the themes you're hearing? Yes, very consistent. And actually, I think a lot of folks have been surprised at how easily they've been able to make this happen. You know, they, they feel like most of their work happens over the phone. They don't have to have a lot of face-to-face anyway. So, it seems to be working just fine. Yeah, I think remote uh, work is generally working out pretty well. Polly, I know you've been working remotely as a, as a chief compliance officer for a number of years now. Can you give us a little bit of thought on how you organize and, and work remotely? Any changes that need to consider as they, they look out at their compliance programs? Yeah, buddy, I think my, my big concern for firms in this new world is how much information is coming at their folks and how do they make sure that their their employees are paying attention to the things that have to get done. And that's really always, always been a challenge, even when the folks are in the office. But now that they're remote and there's this pandemic and that's very distracting, I think that can um, that can double up on that ease of distraction. So I think keeping an eye on on folks and making sure that everything that needs to get done is getting done. I think when we have these regulatory um, movements of deadlines, that's great in this environment when people are under so much stress, but it also tends to make people kind of put on the brakes and say, oh, I don't have to worry about that now. And so I, you know, for my firms as outsourced CCO, and for clients that we have on the solutions platform, that's one of our big pushes is to make sure you're not losing sight of what needs to get done, when it needs to get done, and the steps to make sure that it gets done on time. 
Yeah, I think that uh, transparency when you're in a remote environment is really important and you need to have visibility into what your your uh, your team is doing and uh, how they're they're operating and that can be very difficult when you're used to just yelling across the the office at one another things like workflow tools can be really important molly maybe you could share with us some other things that uh, clients have have started to do or talk to you about as it relates kind of getting things uh, into more of a normal routine for their for their organizations? Well, I think a lot of clients are surprised at how smoothly the transition went, sort of leaning into a little bit of what, of what Gina said. Um, you know, I think after the initial few weeks of sort of getting their head around what life was like outside of work, they, they've come to realize that probably almost 90% of their staff in some of the larger firms can very easily move to, um, you know, to remote work and that old adage of if you're not in the office, you're not, you're not working as hard or you're not able to do as much as really seems to be out the window. Um, I would say most of the clients I've spoken with are looking down the road a little bit further and considering what is the, what is the office going to look like when the day comes, um, you know, that folks return and who needs to return, um, in fact. So uh, I think that that also has opened up thoughts, and no, this is not a plug, but for what, how much do they actually have to do internally as a firm and how much, um, you know, their comfort level seems to have grown in having um, partners in the industry do work with and for them. Yeah, I know, Gina, we've seen uh, all, a lot of our clients go from a central environment to a remote environment which, you know, to Molly's point, begs the question, why not get remote support from, from third parties through an outsourcing or, or other uh, ways to align without being physically present? Are, are you hearing anything uh, that says that that is likely to become a new normal for, for organizations? Yeah, we, we've had, both Molly and I have had a, a couple of uh, our clients speak with us about that and how we might be able to help them in that effort just because, you know, it's it's new to them. They're getting used to it quickly because it's, it's lasting for a while here, but they're really looking towards some help with how to structure things, ensure that, you know, all of their cybersecurity things are in, in check because, you know, that's that's one of the biggest uh, challenges that you have is your technology when you're working remotely. And so they're looking at that. They're looking at, as Molly said, you know, who really needs to be in the office? Is it more of a, you know, we have a space for people to come and we need to gather, but on a day-to-day -day basis, it's not really necessary for everyone to be in one location uh, because things can happen remotely. Yeah, and I think that, look, we, we all need good tools and ways to look at client activity, but they need to be secure, they need to be safe. Um, there's obviously, you know, financial advisors, uh, registered reps are out there wanting to communicate with their clients, prepare marketing and advertising, and they want to go fast because this market is moving rapidly, it's volatile. And so you want to have things in place to approve that activity very quickly to support that client communication. And you want to have a view into the status of everything that's going on uh, within your firm to be able to tell that uh, things are getting done and they're getting done on time. 
And we often get in this check the box mode of feeling good about our compliance program because we, we did things. But I think this is a little bit different right now. And the, the work environment is transitioning. And there are some things you probably want to think about doing with your compliance and control environment to transition as well. One of the keys that, that I know we use when we're an outsourced compliance officer with our, or, our different organizations that we work with is email surveillance and reviewing social media posts and things through, through other people's software platforms that help us get a, a sense of how the business is functioning, how healthy it is, uh, what the tone of, of commentary is from different advisors. It seems like right now is a good time to take a look at your email platforms that probably tune that lexicon to try to limit the noise, but better focus your attention on the risk as it exists today. That's one thing that we're certainly encouraging our clients to look at. But uh, I think another uh, item that, that firms should really take a good hard look at is their, their compliance calendars. And you know, what changes you may wanna make to the frequency or the focus of your compliance program and Polly, have you uh, seen any additional work uh, by our clients when it comes to their compliance programs from a calendar perspective and from the workflows that they launch out of those calendars? So I think we're seeing a lot of effort around getting more onto the solution system. So in our automated software, you can put as much or as little of your compliance program in there as you want. and and we've had firms who have still maintained certain processes outside of that system. Just, um, I think it was more of a, this is the way we've always done it kind of thing. And now we're seeing them really recognize the value of having it in a system where they can watch to make sure things are getting done and things are not overdue. And so we're seeing them bring a lot more processes onto the system than they might have considered in the past, even operational processes, um, human resources processes. So we're um, happy to help them and we've been setting up some really interesting and helpful workflows that are kind of uh, not always what I would consider part of your compliance program, but really helpful to the client our end client in seeing what's going on in their firm and having a way for people to communicate with them and track that communication all the way through to its resolution. And so we are seeing more come on the system than we have in the past, which has been interesting and, and kind of fun. Yeah, I think, you know, having the folks that you're monitoring involved in the system, you know, we often put in Oyster Solutions or Governance Risk and Compliance Platform in the home office and the home office is heavy users. But in this age of, of remote supervision and people working out of their houses, it's very important to close out issues and to document that not only did I reach out and say, there's a, there's a concern I have, but that you get the response back in a way that's organized so that you can make sure that not only did you raise the risk, but you, you mitigate it that risk as well and found a, a reasonable answer for, for your firm. Molly, how about advertising, uh, marketing and advertising? We've seen some, some shifts in tone and we've kind of gone through a cycle where everything went, went quiet minus the we've all gone remote message. 
Um, but it seems like that's back hot and heavy now. I would agree. As, as we were talking about a few minutes ago, it's not only that the or the noise is, level is coming back up, but the message has changed. And the message now is, you know, gone from we're, we're going to be okay, we're still here, to now we're looking down the road. And, you know, what is going to be impacting you and client? And, and we're still here to help you, and here's how. And I think, you know, firms are pointing more towards um, – the ability to how they can be in touch with their registered representatives, how they can be in touch with their branch folks, how they can still, you know, talk about their financial plans. Do they need to revisit their financial plans? Um, and uh, so that seems to be, you know, sort of where people are looking down the road at this point, as far as I'm hearing. And, of course, we just went through this sort of seven, eight-week, six-week cycle, depending on where you are in the, in the United States, if you're listening to this in the U.S., of shutting down everybody going home and, and all that. But and regulators, to, to Polly's point, have been uh, good about moving some deadlines around and things like that. But there are some new things coming, in particular Reg BI and new advertising rules. Uh, that are coming out that are going to have a pretty big impact on on how you operate and what you have to disclose to your clients uh, going forward and how. Gina, are you seeing firms ready for the form CRS and Reg BI, or are they sort of starting to play catch up now, given that June 30th is so close? Yeah, it's it's been interesting. I think you know a number of folks thought that with all of this happening, that would get pushed. And when it didn't, they sort of went into the mode of, oh, I guess we really do have to pay attention to this. So um, we are we are seeing more activity on that front as far as helping folks with reviewing their form CRS or even creating it. Um, you know, time is of the essence, as as we know, it's it's coming up on us quickly. And um, but yeah, I think they're they're taking it seriously. They're doing it. One of the things that um, that I definitely have heard is. This working remote has allowed people to be so much more productive because of the fewer interruptions. And so definitely hearing that from folks that, you know, that, again, supports that whole notion of we can work remote and, and still be productive, still be able to help our clients. Um, they're looking for help with oversight and over uh, review of things, um, but they feel good about, you know, the fact that they can do this all remotely. You know, buddy, I would add to that. It's it's been very interesting to me to notice that people not only sound less stressed, but they have said that they are less stressed in in this environment. I think again, once things those first few weeks got under everyone's belt and they and they moved to the new norm, they knew their teams were in place and able to continue their work. That collectively, they have said that their firm stress levels have have dropped a little bit, other than the obvious what's happening in the world. But that's um very interesting. I think, yeah, it is people are in various cycles and, and their levels of stress. And uh, it is interesting to see the, the pace at which people have gone through this transition process. And we all deal with change in different ways and in different time frames. And these are the kinds of things that can be hard to pick up on in a check the box com compliance program. Um, so definitely making sure that uh, you're going through this with a, a slightly different uh, lens than normal um, because you may feel less stressed today and then you feel more stressed tomorrow 
but things are, are definitely moving around and I think the markets coming back has alleviated uh, a lot of stress as well on, on a lot of folks. So we need to keep an eye on, on sort of what's happening in the investment world because clients too are also going through uh, their transition and thought processes. They, you know, they may be opening their, their March statement right now uh, for all we know and, and missing that big month we had in April. Uh, to come back. So lots of things are going on. It's it's a very interesting time. So it's a really good idea and it's a really good time to take a good hard look at the fact that you are, you have gone remote. Um, it's a good idea to look at your entire compliance program and your policies and procedures and make sure that they are configured for this remote environment. Your BCP plan may have been invoked and you may be in a different world now, but this may be the one you're living in for a good long time. And so we want to make sure and you want to make sure that uh, you look at things today, say, is the documentation match up how we're, we're working and not wait for your annual uh, 3120 uh, review if you're a broker dealer or your annual 20647 review if you're an RIA to truly look at your compliance program and say, is it right? Does it work? Um, now's a good time to do that. And while we're already doing remote testing of branch exams and we've designed how to do AML testing and 3120s and uh, annual reviews uh, for RIAs remotely, I think it's important that you go ahead and get started uh, in, in keeping your compliance program going now and into the future where you can also test remotely and that you're designed to supervise your business uh, in this new world. So I want to thank Molly and Gina and Polly for their time today. Thank you for putting this together. I hope people are getting something out of it. I, I you know, my closing thought would be just don't lose sight of all the moving parts. That's that can all this information coming at you in this world can be a little overwhelming. So I just encourage firms to kind of step back to their original checklists, their original compliance calendars, and make sure things are getting done and not get too overwhelmed by everything around them. All right. Thanks, Betty. Um, I really appreciate being a part of this, and hopefully this is, is helpful to everyone. I think um, our the new normal is, is going to be different, but everything's going to be okay. Thanks again for listening to the Oyster Stew podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so we can continue to bring you resources to help you make the best decisions for your firm. If you're struggling with a topic and you'd like us to do a podcast on it, or you'd like a free consultation, feel free to reach out to us at 804-965-5400 or by visiting our website at oysterllc.com.